Hello and welcome to CollisionCast, FenderBender's official podcast, helping collision repair shop operators make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Paul Hodawanek, staff writer for FenderBender, and in today's episode, FenderBender editor Dave McMahon chats with Megan Williams, co-founder of 3P Marketing Solutions, about some new marketing strategies that you may have never tried. Let's jump right into it. Glad to have Megan Williams with us here today on the FenderBender CollisionCast. Uh, Megan had a great uh, presentation and seminar at the Fender Banner Management Conference where she got into uh, ways to reach new customers uh, that you haven't tried before. And that is a, a super intriguing topic to uh, all of us, I'm sure. Uh, some of us have more customers than we know what to do with at the time. Um, but there's going to be a de- there will become a time uh, <laughs> where you're going to need to get the, get those new bodies coming in there into your shop. So, uh, Megan, hey, thanks for spending some time with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Cool. Yeah, we'll just uh, kind of get right into it. So what were some of the uh, key things uh, that you that your message uh, to the attendees at the uh, Fender Banner Management Conference? What were some of those that you talked about in terms of? Yeah. So definitely the most prevalent theme um, in terms of new ideas for shop owners to try is within that digital marketing realm. And within digital marketing, there's kind of three different avenues you can take. Ideally, you kind of are working your way to utilizing a bit of all three. But those three lanes, if you will, are, are Google AdWords, which is what comes up first when people do a search on Google or, you know, they put in collision repair center near me, et cetera. That's how Google AdWords can help you get to the top. So that way you're the most likely to be clicked on, you know, which would then give you the opportunity to have that customer come in for an estimate and ideally, you know, convert that to an RL. Um, The other lane is paid social media advertising. I know I've been talking about social media for years because it's a great free tool, but you can really take it one step further by utilizing some paid ads. Whenever you are utilizing paid ads, it's not just going to that base of people that have liked your page already. It's great because you're actually able to put in kind of some targeting that you're wanting to go after of people in your area and you're able to attract them and show your ads to people's timelines on Facebook that have not yet liked your page. And so that's a really helpful tool as well. Um, And then finally, the third avenue that we really like to push is the digital realm that's kind of following people online based on where they're going, like what sites they're visiting, um, what foot traffic they're doing if they're going into other competitor shops. That would be like a geofencing tactic where we could then serve them your ads and show you if they click to go to your website or if they end up coming into your shop. Um, So like I said, that is really kind of the next wave of marketing. Um, Yeah, just, um, you know, when you get when you start looking at the uh, Google AdWords, what are some of the kind of key tips and tricks that, you know, people might be able to take advantage of? Yeah, so something that we've run into very frequently is either someone is managing, like a shop owner is doing their own Google AdWords, or they maybe have a digital marketing agency that's handling the AdWords. And what's really important is just to make sure that the agency that you're working with understands the key terms that you need to be targeting. So if you are Subaru certified, Honda, you know, Pro First certified, you need to have all of those like Honda certified repair. Um, you want to make sure that you do not have your own name as a key term. Uh, that's something that we see even agencies doing, which that should be 
what we call blacklisted because if okay. someone is typing in your shop's name in Google, you don't want to be paying <laughs> to advertise it. You know, you've already got them to think of you. Right. Um, the final thing that's really important is to just make sure that you have the geography, like the geo map um, to kind of targeting in place. And the reason you want that is to make sure that whenever I'm searching for your shop and I'm in Indiana, and if you're in California, you don't want me getting your paid Google AdWords. So just making sure that you keep it very location specific to what's relevant and how far people would actually bring their vehicle to you. Yeah. What are some, uh, just along those lines, when you, when you think of that, uh, geo fencing, how, what's kind of the, uh, typical uh, distance that somebody might consider when they're, when they're making that geofence. Yeah. So for like a real, a very rural client, it's typically 25 to 35 is the pretty much the max that I've ever experienced. Um, And then whenever you get into kind of like an average Metro city area, we're typically looking at about eight ish miles. And then for some that are in like really populated cities, it's actually more three, five. Fantastic. I think that's a uh, super insightful and probably a number that uh, like me and many of our uh, owner operators might not be uh, dialed in with. So that's a, a big help. Um, and yeah, what, when you think of, uh, you know, that kind of the second lane you brought up uh, the paid social media um, yeah. advertising, what are some things that uh, shop owner operators are, are doing to capitalize on that specific mm-hmm. Yeah. So whenever you're paying, like doing a paid targeted ad, you can actually select people that show interest in certain brands. So if they're interested in Toyotas, interested in Hondas, et cetera, that's where we recommend you going in and kind of adding that into your ads. Um, That way, you know, if you have those certifications, you're then showing your ads to people that have expressed that they're interested in those vehicle makes. Unfortunately, you know, Facebook does not have just like a list of people that have those brands at our disposal, but that is a step closer to it. Um, The other side is you can definitely leverage paid Facebook or social media advertising for hiring. Probably one of my favorite ways to go about hiring. Um, And the reason for that is you can actually target people that have shown interest in collision repair. Um, And so kind of leveraging that. And the other positive of doing it on social media is that, you know, if a friend, family member, coworker sees that you are um, like posting about that, they can tag someone that they know, or they can share the post and it really can help kind of boost that organic Right. Great. That's, uh, that's really cool. Um, and then, yeah, um, just following up a little bit too on the, uh, that digital footpath, I'm sure that's, um, one we've all encountered where you, uh, <laughs> hop on the, uh, you, you're searching the uh, trip to uh, Tahiti and then you get, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you get the yeah. travel bureau after you every, every time you turn a, turn a page on the internet, um, mm-hmm. how, how beneficial can that be for a, for a shop owner? Oh yeah. It can be very beneficial. Um, some of the most popular ways to kind of leverage that is like I said, through the geofencing. Um, another way is something called addressable geofencing where we're actually able to like pull all the clients in your, you know, CCC database or your profit net. We can take all that information we can actually take the addresses and serve them your ads at home. So if you 
you know, pulled your data from five or eight years ago and you want to do some like a branding campaign or you want to announce that you just purchased a new location, something of that nature, you can pull those and literally serve them your ads while they're at home across all the devices that make up their home. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is a, that is awesome. Um, would be a super, uh, cool feature to have from a, uh, shop, on, shop owner or operator standpoint, I'm sure. Um, let's see. And then, yeah, just along the, along the lines of, uh, you know, that customer, um, retention, what are some things that, you know, after you get the, the new customer to come into your uh, shop, what are some like follow-up things from a, you know, social media standpoint that um, you'd recommend? Yeah. So from a social media standpoint, it's pretty, I think it's pretty challenging, um, you know, for my five years managing social media for a network of shops. Um, it's pretty challenging to keep people interested, but one thing I always felt went really well was just highlighting community events. Like there would be some that I would share. Um, you know, we also volunteered quite a bit. Our organization did, or some people within the organization, we would volunteer and we'd always highlight that in that event. Um, also my favorite thing is just highlighting employees. So that could be their work anniversaries, their birthdays, um, you know, whether or not they want to admit it everyone loves being appreciated and kind of having that recognition. And so I always felt like that really went a long way. I will say it is kind of challenging to, um, continuously market to prior customers. Um, because you know, sometimes people want to do email marketing campaigns and it's just, you have to be really careful about that so that you don't send so many that you're annoying them and they unsubscribe, but yet it's enough. And it's, relevant and interesting enough that they want to stay, you know, receiving your emails. Yeah, exactly. No, I did. I've uh, just in the past week have hopped on a couple of uh, Facebook pages and saw the, uh, yeah, the employee of the week with the uh, cool trophy from uh, looked like somebody made at the shop or something. So that uh, had a crazy amount of uh, likes. <laughs> it was just a awesome, awesome way to get the, get people interested and in another touch for the day there. Uh, yep. Yeah, Megan, I think this should be a, uh, Good little recap of uh, some of the fender bender uh, readers might be able to take advantage of in terms of uh, reaching new customers with uh, your insights. So uh, we appreciate uh, spending the time with us again. Yep. Thank you so much. Take care, Megan. On behalf of uh, Megan Williams, this is Dave McMahon wrapping up another edition of the Collision Cast with Fender Bender.